Hello and welcome to another teaching by 119 Ministries. Our ministry teaches that the whole Bible is still true and directly relevant in our lives. If you would like to know more on what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope that you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. John 1.17, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Notice how the New King James Version inserts a but in italics, thus linguistically pitting the first half of the sentence against the latter half. This would render the understanding Moses gave us the law, but the law is done with because now we have grace and truth. First, let's take care of the but. There is no but in the Greek. In the original Greek manuscripts, there is no but. That is why it is in italics. The New King James Version just inserts it. Other translations render it differently. They render it correctly. John 1.17 in the NASB, no but. John 1.17 in the NIV, no but. John 1.17 in the ESV, no but. So, straight from the Greek, without adding words to suit translator bias, it should be rendered as the NASB renders it, no but. John 1.17, NASB, for the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So, is the law that came as written by Moses contrary to grace and truth? Did truth exist before Yeshua? Yes. In fact, it is the same thing as the law. Psalm 119, verse 142, your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is truth. Did grace exist before Yeshua? Yes, it most certainly did. Genesis 6-8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of Yahweh. Exodus 33 verse 12. Then Moses said to Yahweh, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. So what did John really mean in John 1.17? Because so far, scripturally speaking, it does not seem to make much sense. Grace and truth is not new. It most certainly existed before Yeshua. And we also clearly realize that grace and truth is not against the law of God in any capacity. In Matthew 5.17, Yeshua said that he came to fulfill, or plerau, the law of God. It literally means to fully preach the law of God, just as plerau is translated in Romans 15.19. Thus, we understand that Moses wrote down the law of God, but Yeshua fully preached or fully taught the correct interpretation of the law of God. He revealed the full truth of the law, the same truth that the law of Psalm 119 already declared. Yeshua perfectly practiced it and modeled it as our example. He became our perfect example of truth, truth manifested in front of us as the Word made flesh. So John's statement is now a little more clear. John 1.17 for the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Meaning this, Yeshua did not negate what Moses wrote, but the complete reality of the truth of what Moses wrote was fully taught by Yeshua. But what about grace? Again, clearly grace existed before Yeshua. Here is the difference though. Grace existed before Yeshua, but the means of grace was Yeshua. The cross was the manifestation of Yahweh's grace for man. 
Grace that already existed in plan and was made available to everybody before the cross, but that plan manifested into reality through Yeshua. Thus, where Moses simply wrote the law of God down, and we were left to try to correctly understand and interpret it, Yeshua did two additional things. Yeshua took what Moses wrote and interpreted the law perfectly for us in practice as our example. And he also became our means to grace. Some try to have the law be against grace and truth, but clearly that understanding is not compatible with the scriptures. For more on this subject, we recommend the teaching Truth and Grace. We hope that this teaching has blessed you, and remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. The Apostle Paul, a proclaimed Pharisee turned champion of the faith, writing 13 letters which would later become the pillars of Christian doctrine. Millions today use Paul to teach the changing of the law of God, despite the fact that other scriptures declare something quite contrary to the common interpretations of his writings. King David tells us that the law of God is freedom. But many believe Paul said the law of God is slavery. But Paul also said that we should follow the law of God. And he said that he delights in the law of God. But he also said that we are not under the law. This may be completely new to you. You may have never considered any of this. Welcome to The Pauline Paradox, a modern theological reality in which many turn a blind eye. We confront this paradox head on and seek, once and for all, to understand the true Hebraic context in which his words were originally authored, to bring reconciliation to his words, regardless of the depth of this challenge. We discover that Paul stated that he followed the whole law of God and even taught the law of God. We show how Peter, a person who knew Paul better than any today, warned us of how Paul's writings regarding the law were difficult to understand and how his words are misunderstood easily. If one did not know the Old Testament well enough even 2,000 years ago, Peter warned that misunderstanding Paul would cause one to break the law of God in ignorance. We find that even in the first century, Paul was constantly falsely accused of not keeping the law of God. We even see James defending Paul, proving that Paul kept and taught the law of God. This is all in the Bible. One of the keys to unlocking the context of Paul's letters is to have a proper understanding of the debates of the first century. In this series, we will cross-reference several passages to reveal the ongoing dialogue which occurred between the parties involved. We show how Paul was constantly accused of not teaching the whole law of God, and when he was confronted with such accusations, he always claimed to follow and teach the whole law of God even to the point of paying for sacrifices at the temple to prove such accusations to be false. Does this all sound too crazy to be true? We implore you to test everything, to challenge your faith and seek truth, not tradition. The first teaching in the Pauline Paradox series is titled, Is the Majority Ever Wrong? 
we address the first mental barrier, which is a misplaced confidence in the self-professed doctrinal experts who claim to understand Paul's words. Then, in the teaching, the Paul you never knew, we reveal words of Paul that many never see, the real Paul, the Paul that kept and taught the whole law of God. Following that, we detail in the teaching, why is Paul so difficult to understand? The root cause of why so many misunderstand Paul. This then leads us into the teaching, which law Paul, which to the surprise of many, exposes the fact that Paul was not always just talking about the law of God when he spoke of the law. In fact, Paul mentions at least seven laws. The law of God, the law of sin, the law of sin and death, the law of the spirit of life, the law of faith, the law of righteousness, the law of Christ. What are all these laws and how do they relate to one another? More importantly, how does it help us understand Paul's letters in respect to the law of God to help us avoid the error of the lawless that Peter warns us about in reading Paul's letters? It is in that that we then, verse by verse, dive deep into Romans, Galatians, Ephesians, and more to solve and reconcile the Pauline paradox once and for all. We make it available to you in one series so you can test all of this yourself to the unchanging Word of God. For more free information, including these free video teachings, please visit us at testeverything.net. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.